0: listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer Mallory O'Meara.
1: And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, y'all have been asking for it. We're here. We're ready to talk about it. We're going to reveal the 2022 Reading Glasses Challenge, along with our personal 2022 reading resolutions. And we're also going to discuss some book journals, all sorts of exciting stuff happening today.
0: New Year, new us. Uh, The first, honestly, new year same us, us. same us.
1: us.
0: (laughs) But first, what are you reading, Bria?
1: Well, guess what? I decided to continue the Simon Snow trilogy. You're going to run out. You're not going to have any for next one. This Uh, this last one that's out. I'm listening to "Anyway the Wind Blows" by Rainbow Rowell, uh, narrated by Ewan Morton, who I think narrated the last one as well. this is a continuation of what I was listening to last week, y'all, which I finished. This one is 15 Hours, which is quite a long one, but I've been very much enjoying it. Um, you know, catch up with your friends, Simon Snow, Baz, Penelope, Agatha, all of them. There's a new person named Shepard from America, now on their adventures, Um I do, Nothing like a sassy American to add to your adventures. I, I think this is my, maybe my favorite of the three so far. It's very really? good, but you do kind of need to know what happens in the previous ones because, well, one, there's a lot more, um, there. there's a lot more sex in this one because the the boys have finally opened up to each other. Um And then there's a lot more intrigue. Everyone's on their own little adventures. Um, uh, There's some demon stuff happening. uh, There's—oh, there's a bunch of people— okay, here's the best part of this one. uh, That uh, there—because Simon Snow was revealed to not be the chosen one before the books began, basically. He was revealed to not be the chosen one. There was, like, this whole drama about it. There's a bunch of people who are like, well, I'm the chosen one. And so now they're trying to infiltrate this group of people who all— think this one guy is the chosen one. Um it's great. If you're looking for something to listen to, I just find these so enjoyable. Um having a great time. What are you listening to or reading, Mallory? I am actually
0: do- reading a book that fulfills a part of our reading glasses reader challenge well, this year. Well, spoiler alert. I was like uh, well, I won't say why, it's, 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 uh, it's fulfilling a part of the reader challenge, but I really wanted to start this year off with a bang. It's a book that I've been, it's a, definitely a wintry book. It's literally called A Winter's Promise. It's by Christelle Debos and it is translated by Hildegard, Hildegard Searle. Uh, and... Uh, I've been I saving it for a while. It's, like, a really nice wintry book. I got, like, the hardcover, and it's all pretty and stuff, and it's a it's the first in a series. It's a fantasy book. I just, like, have been trying to get back into fantasy for a really long time, mm-hmm. and this felt like it's all wintry. I'm up in the mountains, and I'm seeing snow for the first time mm-hmm. in forever, so it just felt appropriate, and it's I am absolutely fucking adoring it so far. Jer- I was reading it yesterday, and Jeremy was like, Mallory, you're you inhaling that book, and I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> Stop talking to me. I want to read. Uh, It's about this... It's kind it kind of reminds me of his dark materials in the way that it's like. It's technically a dystopian book or a a post-apocalyptic book. It's like takes place in a way, way far future. Like they kind of talk about our world a little bit. Um, But it's the the world is sort of similar to ours, but everyone lives on these things called arcs. And it's basically like instead of every every country country being connected, they're kind of like these floating islands. And uh, everyone or most people have some sort of power. And the main character, uh, she can read objects with her hands. Like when she touches them, she can tell the sort of the histories of everyone that's ever touched it um She runs a museum. She's very, because of a, she also can travel through mirrors and because of a mirror accident a while ago, she's extremely clumsy. Like her body doesn't 100% do the things that she wants it to do. Uh, She wears glasses and she doesn't like dressing up and she's just like loves being this frumpy person. She just like loves it. She loves being a frumpy glasses sweater person. Like she has a scarf that is a golem and it is alive and it like moves around and keeps her warm and stuff. Uh, And she finds out um, and she's devastated that she has been married off to to this guy that she's never met that her family doesn't know who lives in the pole and the pole is one of the arcs that is like very um very different it's like very uh you know it's very cold the animals there are like three thousand times the size that they should be it's like very barbaric place there um and she doesn't want to go but she ends up having to go and she gets there and finds out that her marriage to this guy who is a huge fucking dick by the way uh to her uh there's a lot more going on with him and behind this arranged marriage and she's kind of like in over her head trying to figure it out she just wants to go back to her cozy museum and hang out with her scarf she doesn't want to be like involved in all all this court intrigue that's happening uh but it's tons of fun i fucking love it if you like court intrigue and magic and um it's ya by the way um so it's appropriate for for teenagers if you like any of that stuff Absolutely, read it. Um, so that's A Winter's Promise by Christelle Davos
1: and translated by Hildegard Searle. And mine is Anyway the Wind Blows by Rainbow Rowell, narrated by Ewan Morton. Uh, we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. Paige writes in and says So I basically haven't stopped laughing since listening to the book episode where y'all talked about crumbs getting in the book butt. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to write—if yep. y'all are just tuning into Reading Glasses for the first time, wow. Uh, we don't even know Let how to, to reading explain, glasses. explain that. Um, I have to write in and tell y'all um, something I discovered recently. I've been making these bookmarks for years, and, and Paige sent some photos over, um, out of waxed cotton cord and lampwork glass beads. Okay, it's hard for me to imagine what these are. Um I like to match them to the book covers whenever possible, obviously. Uh, but recently discovered that there is, in fact, a particular name for these type of bookmarks, book thongs. Yes, apparently wow. there are things as such such things as book thongs, and they do go in the book but just thought you should know. Thank you for making these last few hard years brighter with your podcast. Oh, that's very wow. Can we get a remix of the thong
0: song, but it's like people with books.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've got books like a truck i don't know uh that is, <laughs> um wow that's amazing we have to post these this photo on our i our send you the photos because in case people don't remember and you can't imagine what a book butt is think about the part of the book that looks like a butt a butt crack that's exactly what <laughs> we're the talking crease. about
0: it's the it's the it's the book it's the crease yeah. Yeah. You, you never want to get crumbs in your book, but Mm-mm. it's the worst. Um Sean wrote in, Dear Brea and Mallory, not a Sarah, but married to yeah. one? Sarah by marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I, today, was listening to your recent episode with Lauren Panapinto while doing some Christmas shopping, which included a stop at Barnes & Noble, Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik for my sister, and a couple of the Expanse books for my brother-in-law. Just as I was leaving the parking lot, I got to the part of the episode where Lauren describes the 10th anniversary edition of Leviathan Wakes and had to immediately turn around and go back (laughs) in to see it. I love the show, and I found a lot of new favorites and great recommendations by listening to you for the past several years. Keep it up. P.S. My Wheelhouse is Space Opera. Fairy tale and mythology retellings, bonus points if it's not Greek or Roman myth. Magical realism, nonfiction on the history of science and medicine, like Sam Keen and Mary Roach, and fiction and nonfiction about the Napoleonic Wars. Pretty cool. Love
1: that. I'm it glad. Works. I'm glad we gave. Um, I'm glad we gave him a reason to turn around. Very nice. Cool.
0: I will say it's worth turning around. The uh, 10th anniversary edition of Leviathan Wakes. Obviously, I'm biased, but it is a very sexy edition mm. of that book very we posted a photo of it on our instagram uh, for Lawrence episode you should go check it out You can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com if you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month you can sign up for our newsletter there's a link in the show notes and before we talk about our 2022 reading resolutions and announce the 2022 reading glasses challenge we're going to take a quick
1: break Reading Glasses sponsored in part this week by Evite. Life's better together. Y'all, I use Evite all the time. I get Evites all the time. I've noticed recently Evites are being used for all sorts of things. I got an Evite for a wedding. I used that for the wedding. Wow. That was very convenient. But if you have any sort of special gathering, any sort of event, you can invite your guests with Evite. Evite offers thousands. That's right, folks.
0: Thousands. So you're not just picking a one size fits all template. There's thousands of free invitation options, all fully customizable for your occasion. You can choose a design created by their community of professional artists or upload your own unique design if you're a talented person who's good at that stuff. If you're not, don't worry. They got you covered. (laughs) Evite's design templates make it easy, fun, and simple to create an invitation so everything you're celebrating is extra special and wicked cool. RSVP tracking is included and Evite makes it super easy to link to a registry, maybe if you're getting married or a birthday or something, or a gift list for your invite too.
1: And best of all, it's free. Folks, It's free. Yeah, it is great. Um, I I mean, I've been using eVite for years. eVite has been around for a long time. They're tried and true, but they have kept up with the times. They have the cutest designs, and the RSVP tracking is very important. So you got to know who's coming. You can ask questions. People can post if they're coming. They can post why not. You can see who's coming, or you can make your list private. It's a very fast and convenient way to invite people. What are you going to do? Go through your phone? Send a bunch of texts? Are you going to write emails? No. No. You want to make an eVite so people know that you're serious about it. Again, like I said, I found a lot of people are using them for weddings, which makes it really easy because one, they know who's coming. They know who's opened the invite. And then also it reminds me as a guest, as a guest, I receive an email saying, hey, don't forget you have a wedding to go to next week, which y'all know Bria Grant forgets. So it is very helpful (laughs) for them to have this sort of uh, option. So Evite is helping make celebrations feel extra special, and they can help you too. Head over to evite.com slash glasses to choose from thousands of design options to create and send invitations for free. That's Evite, E-V-I-T-E dot com slash glasses, evite.com slash glasses. Glasses. Hi, I'm Annabelle Gurrich.
0: And I'm Laura House. And we're the hosts of Tiny Victories. My tiny victory is that I
1: sewed that button back on the day after it broke. We talk
0: about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't
1: want to hear from you.
0: We want little bitty tiny victories.
1: My tiny victory is a tattoo that I added on to this past weekend. Let's talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer free, but my tiny victory Is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, and it looks so great.
0: So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun. this week. Happy New Year, folks. Wow, it is 2022. Really feels like we're in the future now, uh, but also still feels like we're in 2020. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Kind of weird. So we want to know, what are your reading goals for the year? Things that you want to get rid of or add to your reading life? We're going to talk about all our 2022 reader resolutions. New Year reading resolutions can be great or stressful, depending on what kind of person you are. Either way, this is a good time of the year to look at your reading life and decide what makes you happy or what you'd like to change. Bria, what are your reading resolutions for the year?
1: Well, so you and I talked about this last week about what we did differently or what we tried to do or what we failed to do. Um, I have a couple. You know, I love a New Year's resolution, and look, if you're not a resolutions person, that's fine. There's a lot of people who are like, it's just a day. Calendars are arbitrary. Time doesn't exist. And I'm like, <laughs> I understand that. But as a person who has a little bit of weirdness when it comes to time and hours and days, it helps me to think of time beginning and ending because if I don't, I will just get lost in a void. I have a couple of book-related ones this year. I was looking over what I read last year and I don't read nearly as many graphic novels as I used to, which is something that I know makes me really happy when I do yeah. it. I read two over between Christmas and thing, uh no Christmas and uh, New Year's, and I was like, "Oh, I nice. I love reading graphic novels." So I'm going to try to do one a month, which is twelve total. I tend to organize my resolutions with one a month, um, or one a week, or whatever. Um, so. But I don't make myself like, okay, time for the January one. Like, I just am like, oh, if I do 12 in the first six months, which I don't think I'll do, that's also fine. So 12 graphic novels this year, which I know is a lot, but it's actually not a lot compared to my reading and not a lot compared to what I used to read. So look forward to me talking about those. Um, Well, and it also doesn't take as long to read a graphic novel. No, you can read it. I mean, it does take me more than one sitting usually because I sit there and kind of like— look at it and take my time, but um, you could read, you know, one in a sitting if you really had the time. Uh, what what are, Do you have any reader's resolutions, reader resolutions this year? You didn't have many last year. I
0: didn't have many last year. I'm going to try to do better this year. So first thing first, I want to do what we all want to do, want to read more. Uh, I feel like, you know, a beam of light comes down my little my i start to talk about my little uh goals of reading more um i so I, feel re, I really feel like my routine got discombobulated last year with the pandemic and the move and i just feel like i lost the thread of a lot of routines and, and rituals that i like so this year i'm experimenting with having a set reading hour wow every an hour like, read an hour a day wow. it doesn't matter um if it's doesn't matter when it is, because I feel like me. If I if I like set an hour a day, like it has to be like four o'clock or something. I'm setting myself up to fail, like because you know I, both of us have so many meetings and events and things that that would never work for me. So I'm um, just, but it has to be one hour. I'm gonna just throw my phone across the room and just sit and read. Um, pro- it'll end, probably end up being before bed, uh, but I'm also gonna try for like afternoon uh, after I'm done working. We'll see. I really I really want to do this. I was really I you know we I, I talked last week about how bummed out I was that I didn't read more um last year, so I want to get back and get back on the horse and I feel like setting up i mean it's it's advice that we give to people all the time you know try to do it every single day and I, I know an hour is doable for me uh so we'll see how i do uh what's your next one
1: I was just gonna say um there's nothing more luxurious to me than an afternoon reading like I finished all my work somehow and I'm like, whoa. I'm just going to read for a little while, like that. Like, it always feels to me like, Ugh. what? Am I the luckiest person in the whole wide world? That it's like, oh, it's it's, it's so not luxurious. Even, it's not even six p.m. and I can take out a book. Um, that I do feel very fortunate. Which obviously we have very, um, you and I both tend to have very flexible schedules throughout the day. Yes. So we are able to do that. Um, um, you know, last year we read poetry for the Reading Glasses Challenge, which we are going to announce. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the end, everybody. Um, uh <laughs> Uh, I want to read two poetry books this year. I really like reading the poetry books. Um, it's nice for me to just buy them and have them on my phone. So it takes me a long time to get through them. But um, uh, that is part of—that's one of my goals. I just really enjoyed that, and I'm going to try to do it again. I feel like I feel like two is doable. Two is doable, and two will help me, like, search out for ones that I think I'll really like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you? What's your, you? You have many this year.
0: Yeah, last year my strategy was sort of like laissez-faire, don't do anything. Sure. And it backfired, I think, a little bit because I did do the things or that I wanted you to achieved do. achieved
1: some- it by not doing anything. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. Um so I'm going to try to get back on the horse a little bit, and I want to get back to keeping a physical book journal. Mm. Um, I kept one for years, uh, and then in 2019, we all know is when I fell in love with my my platonic life partner, Book Buddy. Um, so I'm still keeping Book Buddy. It's my I, it's my favorite app uh, because it's so great to have all the books that I have read the past few years just on my phone. You know, it's not connected to social media, so I can just have it on me at all times, check it at all times. If I go out to buy a book or like I'm out anywhere, and I'm like, oh. What, someone's like, "Oh, what are good things you've read recently?" It's so nice to have it there on my phone, but I miss keeping a book journal. Um, so my big idea is to track each book. What I think of it on a letter grading system, which is a, what I used to do, and also what I'm going to try this year is keep track of the wheelhouse items for it. Oh, just like interesting. you know, two to two to four just like quick, easy wheelhouse items. That way it'll be easier to recommend books. Um, and I can keep track of anything that I should add to my wheelhouse. Like if I keep seeing something. Yeah. Like last year I added people falling in love with ghosts, but I, cause I was like, wow, I keep reading books with people falling in love with ghosts. So I'm, I think it's going to be <laughs> interesting to see what books I like um, and what wheelhouse items. Oh, I
1: love that. It's a nice like self-reflection moment and a nice book finishing ritual. I think. And I think it'll help me remember books. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, here's...
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I started thinking about this because we, every year for the Maximum Fun Drive, uh, we do personalized book recommendations. And every year we, we're, like, scrambling because we're like, okay, what we need way more of this. We mm-hmm. need way more of that. And I, I think I think this will help. Um,
1: but what's your next one? Uh, well, my last one is to just do the reading glasses challenge. We spend time figuring these out every year. We always want to do stuff that challenges people, both on what they're reading, and then also we have activities, which I always really enjoy. So <clears throat> I'm just gonna do the I'm gonna do the reading glasses challenge, which I did last year. I enjoyed it, and I plan on doing it again this year. You know, I used to try to do other challenges, but once we started doing our own, I decided it was too too much. To, I I mean, not to toot our own horn, we make a good challenge. Although a lot of people do more than one, which is very impressive to me. Although, I, and maybe there'll be some crossover and stuff. But um, yeah. So I'll do I'll do our challenge. Uh, do you have any more?
0: So I know I say this every fucking year, but I want to get better at posting books I'm reading on social media. Uh, I took a huge social media break for the holidays. Uh, I'm still not back yet. Um, I've been on the reading glass of slack because that doesn't count because that makes me happy Mm -hmm. and I – love being on there. Um, but when I come back, I want it to be more focused on my work as an author and on reading glasses. Um, I'm hoping that posting less about my personal life will make me less stressed out. Uh, and more excited to use Instagram again. I used to love post. I used to post every single book I read on Instagram. Um, so we'll see if I, my thing is if I fail at this resolution a third time i'm just going to give up like i will completely i'm n- not going to try it again but who knows maybe third times the charm you never know and uh, you
1: know these have been weird years and i think people really need to cut themselves some slack who set goals because goals are there's i think goals have to we have to view them more as as ideas that are maybe not achievable during certain time periods of our life
0: yeah, I think that's the past couple of years. I've been cutting myself slack because obviously we're going through fucking hell. <laughs> it's been really, really hard the past couple of years in many, many different ways. But now that, you know, this is the, the going to be what the third year of the pandemic. Um, I feel like now. You know, I've given myself slack the past couple of years and now we're sort of, even though things are still really hard, we're almost settling into a routine and like it feels starting to like, this just feels n- normal, I guess. You know, it's going to be a long time before we can stop wearing masks. It's going to be a long time before things are back to the way they were pre-pandemic if they ever get there. So I feel like my my little anxiety brain is ready for some more structure, mm. even when it comes to my reading life. And I miss those, This my... my uh, uh, my general reading uh, my general resolutions uh, not even w- having to do with reading but just for me in general um, are all about getting back to those rituals that I really liked every day and I feel like I let a lot of those things go so I want to get back to them with with reading and uh, I'm excited I think uh, I mean it, we're only a few days into 2022 uh, I almost said 2021 uh, 2022 and I'm already enjoying it so uh, so we'll see so you can send your 2022 reader resolutions resolutions we'd really love to hear them to reading glasses podcast at gmail.com before we talk about book journals and release the 2022 reading glasses challenge we're going to take a quick break reading glasses is sponsored in part this week by magic spoon if you're looking for a delicious way to get your protein before or after workouts, check out Magic Spoon. Bria, I feel like this cereal was sent on a cloud from <laughs> heaven directly to me personally. Uh, I'm obsessed with this cereal. Uh, so it is a cereal, but it has zero grams of sugar. Folks, that's correct. Zero grams of sugar, 140 calories, and the best part— 13 to 14 grams wow. of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. It is keto-friendly. It is gluten-free. It is grain-free. It is soy-free. And it is low-carb. And no, it is, we're not talking about a cereal that looks like a pile of twigs and dirt. This looks like cereal that you ate when you were a kid. It's absolutely bonkers amazing. It. I mean, there's cocoa, fruity loops. Frosted Loops, peanut butter, uh, the variety pack you can order comes with all those flavors, although they have even more of those. I am obsessed. Folks, you know, I'm a power lifter. I'm always struggling to get as much protein as I can in a day. And I used to just have a ton of protein shakes. I would just have like four or five, protein shakes a day. Oof. And that gets really old, yeah. even for someone who doesn't like cooking. I mean, I feel like I'm just a machine that you pour protein shakes <laughs> into. Um, so we got, I was really trying to, and I hate to cook. Uh, so I'm trying to always try, looking for ways to, to, um to sort of mix it up a little bit and, and get my protein in different ways. And this cereal is absolutely perfect. I mean, it really tastes like you're the, like the, the fruity one tastes like like a fruit loops kind of cereal. It's absolutely nuts. It tastes exactly like cereal from your childhood, but it's full of nutrition, it's full of protein. It's it's I mean My new favorite thing. Uh, Jeremy took the cocoa one, but I was like, please leave me the rest. (laughs) I'm obsessed.
1: Go to magicspoon.com slash glasses to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code GLASSES at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of cereal at MagicSpoon dot slash glasses and use the code glasses to save five dollars off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, if it's a
0: perfect time of year, if you're maybe you're trying to be gluten free, maybe you're trying to be keto, maybe you're tr- you're just trying to uh, get a little healthier at the start of the year, but you don't want to lose the fun, you don't want to lose the flavor. I get it. Sometimes, you know, when we're all ready to eat healthy, we're like, oh, I don't want to eat, you know, twigs and dirt. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a bummer. Magic Spoon is here to save the day. So that's MagicSpoon.com slash glasses and use code glasses to save five dollars. Glasses, glasses. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake
1: uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares? Only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up.
0: If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your... News Overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get
1: your podcasts.
0: Now let's look at some book tech advances in bookish technology. This week, we're talking about book journals. It's a very hot topic in the reading glasses community. It's the new year. Many of us are starting new book journals. So we're going to talk about specifically the ones that we're using. Bria, you are a journal fiend. You are a journal connoisseur, I would (laughs) say. (laughs) What kind of journal are you using this year?
1: You know, I just moved my office around and I was like, okay, I, gotta, I guess I got to build a shelf for all the various journals that I use on a week to week basis because I have like my project journal, not a bad idea. my money tracking journal. I have like a lot of journals going. Um, um, But for book tracking, I'm sticking with the same little paper journal that my mom gave me that I've been using, I think since we started reading glasses, basically. I started, I started, so we've done what, like 400 billion episodes of reading glasses. <laughs> um no, we have done what two hundred almost two hundred and fifty episodes of reading glasses.
0: Yeah, not no I mean, not counting all the special episodes. Sure. The but bonus like I'm saying, episodes. like week
1: wise, we've yeah. done like 250 weeks of reading glasses. So yeah, this year will be five years. Yeah. So I started this journal that at that time. I've kind of changed what's on the inside throughout time, but um I like it because I can look back and see all the things that um, I've read over the past five years since we started this podcast. I also use Goodreads as basically a tra- tracking app and it's hard to want to switch to anything else. I I, I I like it because I have all my books that I've read in there, even... There's a good like ten year gap, but there was a time I was using it, and then I didn't use it, and then I used it when we started the podcast again. Because um, basically, if I finish my a book and I'm not in the bedroom or it's late at night, or because I keep my book journal by my bed, um, then I just like throw it on Goodreads and I'm like, I read this, so I can remember to like to rate it in my journal. But yeah, I'm not I'm not switching it up. I don't know why. I don't need to stop stop doing what's working, you know. And it's like, is this a lined journal? It's like, not. Just it's actually paper? my mom made it. So it's just plain— Your mom is the queen of journals.
0: I have a journal your mom made me out of, and she put the cover of Lady from the Black Lagoon on it, oh, nice. and I absolutely fucking love it.
1: Um, yeah, I—no, it's not lined, and it's small. I would say it's like the size of a hand, like my hand, like a small hand. Um, <laughs> and it's not huge. It's, it's pretty small, but I mean, I can—I put, like, 15 books a page, so I'm not, it's going to take me a long time to fill it up. Um, like, at least that much, because I just write, you know, the name of the book— my rating and who wrote it, and the year it came out, that's it. and I just just so I can like wow. remember what it is and kind of like just mark it down and and I do it before I go to bed if I finished anything that day or the day before or something um are, are what about you are you' you're switching up your book journal process I am um so.
0: Last year, at the end of last year, we had uh, my best friend Lauren on to talk about fonts and interior book designs. She was talking about how publishers are trying to make print books uh, nicer, like with more Mm eye-catching design elements to entice people who still buy print to like make it a more collectible object. And I kept thinking about that. I mean, obviously, I talked to Lauren... Every day, but I just kept thinking about that episode and thinking about uh, making something nicer. Uh, So I figured that maybe to get me excited about keeping a book journal again, I'd go all out and make it like nice, make it a pretty object, something that I would be excited to use. So my old book journals were always just like random, inexpensive lined journals that I used with whatever pen I had lying around. I've used uh, ones that are like organized by month, um, by day. uh, ones that were just random like line, lined journals. Um, but over the past I don't know few few years, but especially over the past six months, I've gotten really into fountain pens. Mm. Um, when Jeremy and I first started dating, he got me my first fountain pen, and I very slowly be gotten like more and more obsessed with fountain pens over the past few years. Um, so I bought uh it's. The brand – I don't know if it's Rodia or Rodia, uh, but it's a specific brand of journals and paper um, that is, like, made for using fountain pen ink on. Because for fountain pen ink, you have to have paper that's a little more thin so it doesn't bleed through to the other side. So I bought a Rodia lined hardcover journal. It's wire bound. um, And I'm hoping that using a fountain pen and, like, a cool color Mm -hmm. on some really nice paper – because I have a shitload of – Jeremy and I both have, like, an absolute – shitload of found pen inks, uh in really cool colors and i'm hoping that all this combination of all this like fun cool stuff will make me excited to keep a book journal again um rituals that's like the big thing is my, my <laughs> the is year your, the ritual try to
1: cultivate yeah that's nice daily rituals you had a theme yeah. for the year it would be rituals yes um by the way it's definitely my theme you should definitely put some of these pens on our um amazon wish list. For sure. I will. And uh, we know we've been sent some pens. Uh, Mallory and I haven't seen each other. So when we see each other, we will exchange what we've been sent. We know we have some stuff to review that y'all have sent, including some, yeah. some nice uh, pens. Yes,
0: absolutely. I love testing out pens. Um, so that's what that's what I'm doing. I love to hear. Uh, I know that uh, some glasses bought uh, and Bogle's really cool. Mm-hmm. My reading life journal. Uh, which we recommend. We got got that, and it is awesome. Some people just use plain notebooks. Um, some people use spreadsheets. Uh, we'd love to know how you track your reading, what specific um, journal you keep in it. If you have a type of journal you'd love for us to test out on the show, um, or one that you're curious about that you loved us to test out on the show, uh, we'd love to do that. All you have to do is send it to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. We do have our wish list that we keep in the show notes. All you have to do is, if you were depending on what you use to listen to the show you can look in the episode notes or you just go to maximumfun.org and look at our um, reading glasses page all the show notes for every single episode we've ever done are on there and we have a link to our wish list bria puts all kinds of cool stuff on there Um, but yeah we'll uh, we'll see we'll check in mid-year to see how we're doing with our journals as always if you want to test out some book tech send your idea to reading glasses podcast at gmail.com Okay, bum-ba-da-da, bum-ba-da-da. time to announce the 2022 Reading Glasses Challenge. Yay! You want to do need, like some fireworks? You want to do the books and I'll do the activities? Yes. So, as always, it's uh, 10 parts to this challenge. Uh, we split it up between books and activities. So, the five types of books that we chose to. Uh, um, Fulfill this challenge. The first one is a self-help book. Mm -hmm. Second one, a retelling. Big, very popular type of book for the glassers. So we had to put it on the reading glasses challenge, especially because we personally need to read more of those. Mm -hmm. Um, The first of a series. Third one. uh, Fourth one is an uh, Asian-American Pacific Islander author. It doesn't matter what kind of book, as long as the person who wrote it is of Asian or Pacific Islander heritage. And the last one is the fifth part of the challenge is read a book that has been adapted into a movie or a TV show right or a TV show yeah. I mean, adapted in any in any way
1: um and then the activities so these are activities that you would do five activities Um, starting with one that relates to what Mallory just said, after you read that book that's been adapted, then you go watch the movie adaptation or the, or the TV show. If you want to do the TV show, if you're ready to commit to a six part, 12 part series TV show, go at it. We're, we're fine with that. (laughs) Um, the second activity is ask someone what they're reading. That's right. It doesn't have to be a stranger. We'll get into it, but ask someone what they're reading. The third activity is track your reading for the year. Like we just talked about, has to do with the book journaling, whatever, whatever your choice is. We want you to track it for one year, this year, track it, remember what you read. Um,
0: And that can be on, in a journal, on Goodreads, in a spreadsheet.
1: Yeah, we don't just, Amazon, whatever you whatever you want to do. (laughs) Um, uh, Fourth activity um, is we want you to do a reading streak. Um, which And our reading strength challenge this year is 10 minutes a day for one week straight. So you pick your week, and you'll do your 10 minutes a day for one week straight.
0: Um, you have 52 chances to do this. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a specific
1: week. Just yeah. one week this year. Yep. Um, and then the last one is to figure out your reading pathway. Yes. Mm-hmm. So
0: we we talked about that a while ago. We can link to that episode Uh uh, your reader pathways, four different reader pathways. It's character, plot, language, and setting. Mm-hmm. Character, plot, language, and setting. You figure out which – your book tracking can help with this. Figure out which one of those pathways is your favorite way into a book.
1: And as, um, as you'll know, we always do an episode about every one of our challenges. So we'll get into all of this stuff. Um, but we do have – I think we have episodes for almost all of these as well. Or we have – we've yes. definitely talked about all of them in past episodes.
0: Yes. So, Bria, are there any of these parts of the challenge that you're particularly excited about? You
1: know, what I'm excited about all of it. I, 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 <laughs> I think we came up with a cool challenge this year. We always, I mean, Mallory and I really sit down and talk about. One, we want to do ones where we're like, we know the Glasser's love retellings. Let's do something that we know they're going to love. But then also let's do some that are going to be a little bit challenging for people. Like mm-hmm. um, figuring out your reading path or or, or like, like doing a reading streak or asking someone what they're reading. Like things like that. Or a self-help book. We don't – a lot of our uh, listeners aren't – don't read as many self-help books. So we wanted to find things that challenge people. But we also really want people to improve their reading life. That's what this show is about. That's our main goal here, which is why we put— Oh, my God. I I forgot to tell you.
0: Somebody tweeted at us. They were like, I finally get it. I can't believe it took me this long. It's called reading glasses because reading glasses help you read better. They do
1: help you and read better. Like- And I was like, Um, and that's what we want to do. So that's why we're encouraging you to do things like figuring out your reading pathway. Uh, we, We love that people sent us their wheelhouses last year. That was really fun. So figuring out pathways I think will be really helpful. And that's one I'm really excited to talk more about because it's one of those episodes that people really want to talk about a lot. So it'll be nice to get into that. What are you excited about? Yeah. The retelling for sure.
0: Uh, we found out during last year's Maximum Fun drive that people fucking love retellings. People listen to the show anyway. Yeah. Uh, we clearly don't read enough of them because there. I mean, there are a fucking lot of retellings mm-hmm. out there in the world. Um. So, I, and I, I feel like I. Get, it's funny because I always thought I read like a decent amount of retellings until I, uh, until last year when people wanted recommendations for them, and I was like, oh my god, I only have like so many yeah. to go around yeah. so um i'm excited to check one out i feel like it's definitely something that could be part of my wheelhouse um so i uh, i'm excited to do an episode we've done an episode on it a long time ago but we'll do something new and talk about what we're going to do for this year mm-hmm. um so you know we always do episodes for each of these so stay tuned throughout the year and remember you still have time i think it's until january 15th uh, remember if you so if you did the 2021 challenge, you can send in your completed challenge to just say what you did for each one to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com January 15th uh, to be entered to win a box of books from us. Ever since the last episode came out, we've been getting uh, lots of people emailing us. It's been really cool to see what everyone read for it, the way every everyone um, uh, fulfilled each part of the challenge. We love reading them. So, yeah, a few people are going to get a big box of books from, from Bria and I, and we're excited to send those out. So, again, January 15th fifteenth, you still have time if you're listening to this episode when it came out. Uh, so there we go. That's our challenge for the year. We're gonna be releasing a graphic for it when this the day this episode comes out. So look uh, look on our social media, look in the show notes for this episode. It'll be there. You can save that. Write it down in your book journal, maybe put it somewhere where you can to, to save it and look at it. You can always email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com if you have questions about how to fulfill each part of this challenge. But again, we'll be doing episodes about all of them. So don't worry stay tuned as always we want to thank the wonderful moms who run our facebook group and chrissy and rachel who moderate our goodreads page remember you could buy reading glasses totes shirts stickers uh pillows you even journals there you can get some cool reading glasses merch on a journal that you can turn into your your book tracking journal of the year the most reading glasses up uh reading glasses object in the world uh And we love our Void Merch stuff. We both have uh, several reading glasses, shirts that we wear just because we like them, not even because they're from Mm -hmm. our podcast. They're really, really cool. Jordan over at Void Merch does an amazing job. Link in the show notes for that. And if you like the show, you're like, wow, Mallory and Bria really helped me get through 2021 give us a, a rating on, on iTunes. Rate and review us. It will literally take you 30 seconds and make a huge difference for us. It's a great way for us to start the year. Uh, it helps us get more listeners, get more advertisers. It's uh, such a positive thing for us. There's really no downside. It'll take you, again, less than a minute. If you are sitting down on, on the couch and you're waiting for a show to start, if you're in the, in the tub, if you're eating food at the kitchen table and you need something to keep you occupied, give us a five-star review on iTunes you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com find us on Twitter at readinggpodcast on Instagram at readingglassespodcast thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for reading, reading.